1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Welcome into the show. It is Maggie and Perloff. We are across the country on CBS Sports Radio. We are on the Odyssey app, which is absolutely free to download. We're on Sirius XM channel 158, and we are streaming live. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. The Chiefs are having their championship parade today, Pearloff, One million yeah. people. Celebrating with Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, who is feeling no pain today, took the mic to address the haters.
3: Before we started this season, the AFC West said we were rebuilding. <laughs> I'm be honest with y'all. I don't know what rebuilding means. And our rebuilding you. we're world champs. We're world champs.
2: <laughs> Who's said it? You,
4: you, you're my best friend. The Uh, AFC West. They said they said it couldn't be done. (laughs) They always said
2: it couldn't be done. Congrats to those underdog upstarts, the (laughs) Kansas City Chiefs. Today's (laughs) your day. Shock the world.
4: I don't know if I was on mic when he goes AFC West. You go who?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sure exactly who he was calling (laughs) out. But listen, in fairness to him, we did talk up the rest of the division. We thought that Russell Wilson was going to be awesome. We thought that the Raiders were going to be a thing with Devontae Adams. We thought the Chargers, obviously, were going to be a thing.
4: Yeah, we screwed that up.
2: We all look stupid, although I did pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, but we all look stupid because we thought the division was going to be competitive. It was competitive between the Chiefs and the Chargers a little bit, but ultimately, the Chiefs were the class of the division. Again,
4: Yeah, you should be bragging more about that Chiefs prediction. Oh, although I think it was an emotional hedge against the Bills.
2: (laughs) No, it was because I really thought they were the best team, and I just didn't think that Tyreek Hill leaving was going to have the impact that maybe some others did. Because because Mahomes is that good.
4: I remember I was the one who was saying, Adams and Hill don't matter, and you told me...
2: I thought for... A quarterback like Derek Carr, definitely. For Jalen Hurts, I think A.J. Brown was a really big addition.
4: Well, but why did... For Josh
2: Allen, Stephon Diggs was a big addition. For Mahomes, I don't think it matters. I think he's one of those guys, like Brady, where no matter who the receivers are, he's going to find them.
4: So why did Devontae Adams leaving Rodgers hurt so much?
2: Because I think... Well, I think that's because Rodgers didn't trust the young receivers. The Packers didn't give them enough, and... I think not going to the offseason program and all that stuff put them behind the eight ball. They got off to a really bad start, and you saw towards the end, Rodgers kind of did get a little chemistry with those guys, but it took three quarters of the season. Okay. It's a little too little too late.
4: That was my take, though.
2: No, I, but listen, Tyreek, I think Patrick Mahomes, this is my, I'm deferential to him because I think he's one of those guys where no matter who's around him, like, I think that he'll find them. For other, for like, for Tua, I think Tyreek Hill mattered a lot.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm for not Derek argue Carr, with that.
2: I think Devontae Adams was a big was a big help. They couldn't win games.
4: No, nah, not for Derek Carr. He had a pretty bad season.
2: I mean, his season was whatever. It was he found Adams? They just they couldn't hold leads. They were blowing twenty point leads left and right.
4: Yeah, but he had all these interceptions, I, I, I had nothing to do with Adams. I think uh, something else was going on with Carr. He did not – well, we know now he didn't get along with the coach.
2: Yeah, I think that might have been a big part, too. Wasn't speaking the same language, and I think it's different for the quarterback. And now Derek Carr finds himself as the odd man out in Vegas. We knew that, but the first guy to get to the market in this offseason, which puts him at a really interesting spot. Like, he can start negotiating right away. He doesn't have to wait for free agency, which starts in March. So if you are a quarterback needy team, of which there are tons out there in the NFL – Do you sit around and wait for free agency for, I don't know, maybe Jimmy G? Well, Jimmy G, or if somehow the Titans maybe cut Tannehill or whatever? Or do you say, hey, you know, Derek Carr's not looking so bad? Maybe we try to make a big move now. And especially for teams who might be in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes, do you say, hey, I'm not even going to wait to try to do draft pick compensation in a trade? Forget all that and pay him $60 million on top of it. Why don't I just get Derek Carr for 35, 40 mil?
4: Well, I think one of the problems, you just said it right there, the cost, because you have an open bidding situation for Derek Carr where you could have probably four or five teams interested. That's going to drive the cost up like crazy. So who's going to stay in there? Who's going to have, who's going to really want Derek yeah, Carr? Yeah, who
2: really wants it? It's like
4: Kirk Cousins, just hit the market at the right time. And I think Carr is hitting it at the perfect time. Now, that being said, I don't know that he's worth 40 to $50 million.
2: Well, I mean, he's not. <laughs> or else someone would have traded for him, probably.
4: I, 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 meaning that I think this is going to backfire for some team, possibly. Their car, you know, you pay him $43 million for next year. Man, I just don't feel confident that that's going to translate to the playoffs.
2: There are teams out there, though, who you look at this draft class, and that might not be a sure thing for nope. them, right? So where does this, like, make sense? And... I mean, we can talk about yeah,
5: it. Yeah, I I
4: think for him, I, this is my home. My spot is Tampa Bay. Okay. Okay. Why now, Tampa? Because get the heck out of the AFC. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah. That's your step, step take one.
4: So I love the Jets. I think they have a lot of great talent, but there's just so many hurdles in the AFC. Not necessarily the AFC East, but that's a pretty tough division as well. The NFC South is a joke. It's an absolute joke. Yeah. Get in there and the. To me, there's only two choices, Carolina and Tampa Bay. And I would lean Tampa Bay because I know last year was terrible. But you're throwing to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Maybe they get re-energized, get healthy. You have some, some – I know you lost your interior lineman. You still have worse. A lot of guys are coming back are to be healthy. You have some stars on defense. It feels like a little bit more of a sleeping giant. Now, I know Carolina got hot at the end of last year, but who are you throwing to in Carolina? Give me the, the skill guys that are just blowing you out of the water there.
2: Well, I mean, I think DJ Moore is a good player. He's not
4: Mike Evans, though.
2: He's not Mike Evans, but the reason where I would say no to Tampa Bay is if you're giving me between Tampa Bay and Carolina, listen, Carolina might draft a quarterback. It's a relatively young team. They have a top 10 pick. They might draft a quarterback, but say it's between those two. Yep. I'd much rather, if I'm a quarterback, I'd much rather play for Frank Reich than I would for Todd Bowles, and they don't even have an offensive coordinator yet. Unless you that's, tell me Bruce Arians is coming out of the executive suite and he's going to be my offensive coordinator or whatever, I'm looking at Frank Reich and thinking that's going to be much more quarterback friendly than what we saw with Bowls.
4: Well, at least there's an opportunity, you know, maybe Derek Carr could have some say who, in who they bring in or they can match somebody to Derek Carr. I don't. I'd rather have nobody there than a bad guy there. So at least there's some opportunity. You have to admit, if you look at the, Buc- I, the Bucs, the Bucks, actually do have some cap issues. Yeah. But if you look at their talent level, it's still way above Carolina.
2: Something was off, though, between Evans and Brady this year. And so what yeah. makes me think that all of a sudden I'm going to come in and all of a sudden I'm going to have this great chemistry with Mike Evans? What about the Saints? Is that just the most obvious answer? Might just be the best answer?
4: Oh, okay. Well, the Saints, that's a third NFC South team. Yeah. And that's very, very possible, but... That's a problem, team. That team has so many issues. They're $58 million over the cap. So everyone's got to restructure. But who, and my, they're probably going to cut Michael Thomas. So who do you really well, have? he has been you, a
2: rumor anyway.
4: Yeah. You have
2: a lave. You have, Alave, you have a lave Kamara. who's
4: six foot, 183 pounds.
2: <laughs> that's, I'm
4: that's telling sad. you, that is a team that does not get its skilled players out on the field. Come De Devontae dis- De
2: Smith is how, I mean, he's 180 pounds soaking d- wet. Uh,
4: yeah, but you have a bunch of other options so you can spread the ball around. Honestly, I worried the Saints were hurt all of last year. I feel like that's going to happen every year. Kamara seems to have hit the wall a little bit. Uh, and you don't. You have a good defense, not great defense. Now, we know Carr and Dennis Allen are super tight. Yeah. They coached him in, in, with the Raiders. I don't love Dennis Allen. I don't I, think
2: anybody. I, from what we heard you, from our pal Amy Trask, not even the Raiders like Dennis
4: Carr Allen. Carr likes Dennis Allen a lot. He's on the record saying it's a deep bond. So that could end up... I just think the Saints feel like they're an older team without a lot going on positive. So do the Bucs, actually. Yeah. The Panthers, you know, maybe I'll talk myself into the Panthers. (laughs) But are we talking, if you're Derek Carr, are you looking at a one-year window, two-year window, or are you trying to build something for five years?
2: I mean, he probably thinks he's got at least three more years, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, like if you gave him some truth serum. Well, he's pretty
4: young. I mean, they think he's got a 10-year career ahead of him. But what's his real window here?
2: The the other interesting thing we said about the Jets like, do you wait around for Aaron Rodgers to get out of the darkness retreat? And then you got to work it out with the Packers about the draft compensation. You're giving up multiple first round picks. Post
4: June 1, too.
2: Multiple first round picks. And you have to pay them all this money where you could just have Carr and not have to go through all of that. See, I don't get that.
4: I don't totally get that conversation. Why? Because what is Derek Carr and the Jets? Nobody's picking them to go to the Super Bowl. With Rogers on the Jets, then it's it's all of a sudden it's on. Can no. we
2: flip this conversation just a little bit? Yeah. If you're out there and you're a fan of a team that needs a quarterback, yeah, do you want Derek Carr?
4: That's yeah. I guess that's the most important question
2: because we know the teams are going to fall all over themselves because he's the best thing available right now.
4: Yeah. Look how they fell all over Deshaun Watson.
2: Yeah. No, Co- I mean, a very
4: flawed situation, yeah. and they could not spend more money on him.
2: I know, and he had all that baggage. So Derek Carr is probably, people are going to be lining up. But do you actually want Derek Carr? Like, Stu has lived this for nine years, and you're wearing your Raiders shirt today, which is admirable. (laughs) Way to support the team, Stu. But, like, even you are just like, I'm done with him after nine years. What If you were going to talk to a fan base and tell somebody, all right, here's here's why you want Derek Carr, here's why you don't want Derek Carr.
6: Here's why you want Derek Carr is because he's a, I would say top 15 quarterback. So he's a top half quarterback in the league. Um, So you
2: think you have a chance with him?
6: You have a chance. And I think if you build a good team around him, meaning a good offensive line and a good defense and weapons, I think, you know, he's a good quarterback. He's fine. He's not Patrick Mahomes, but he's also not terrible. Right. Why you wouldn't want him is I feel like if he's terrible in bad weather. So if you're a cold weather team or a team that plays a lot of games in bad weather, that's going to be a problem. He he struggles so much in those games. And if your offensive line isn't perfect, like in 2016 when they won 12 games, he was great. They had a great offensive line. He was great. Yeah. But ever since then, ever since the injury, it's just not the same. Right. So I think whenever he gets the pressure, it's a bit of a disaster for him.
2: He sees the rush a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. More well, than
6: More than even not top five quarterbacks, like bottom 10 quarterbacks. Yeah, you apply that. pressure
2: yeah. and he crumbles. Yeah. If nice.
4: he goes to the Jets, do you put the Jets in the – top five teams in the AFC? Derek Carr? Derek Carr, not Rogers. I mean, obviously you got Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo. I think that's hard. They, they all had double-digit wins.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Jacksonville will win that division, so they're going to be probably the fourth yeah, seed.
4: Yeah, at Baltimore probably put ahead of them, assuming Lamar is still there.
2: Yeah. Um,
4: and then you get Miami. The Chargers. The Chargers, the Broncos, the,
2: the, um,
4: maybe the Titans.
2: Titans don't have
4: any weapons. Yeah. Um, well, it depends what the Titans do at quarterback. They have a pretty good defense.
2: I think that if you put Derek Carr on the Jets, I think there's a shot they're a playoff team.
4: Right. That's what we're talking. That's, yeah, that's I think a there's window. a shot. I think with Rodgers, I think. I mean, this is probably wishful thinking. With Rodgers there, I think there's a shot to go to the Super Bowl. At least a shot. At least you're in the discussion. Well, I just don't see Derek Carr going that same ceiling there.
2: The only problem though is if that bad weather thing is real and like there is data to back it up it's not just Stu's eye test but there's data there that he's not great in cold weather it's not just about the home games you're also going to New England and you're also going to Buffalo so it's like when you get down to the nitty-gritty of these last month of the season and you're trying to play meaningful games in December you go to Buffalo you go to New England it's not a picnic let alone your home stadium which is windy New Jersey
4: Absolutely I I don't care. I don't care about the first round picks for Rodgers. How many first round picks do you need in your building? I mean, how many young first round picks are, are in that building well, right now? what
2: the Jets, look what they just did with their first round picks this year. Defensive rookie of the year, Sauce Gardner. Offensive rookie of the year, Garrett Wilson. They're doing a lot with their draft picks in that
4: building. Well, generally, though. Except for I, Zach Wilson, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, there's so, and Mekhi Becton, there's just a lot of first-rounders floating around that building. I just think that it's, t- stop, stop stop drafting and bring in some veterans. Like, you got to pay off this young talent.
2: No doubt. I, and- I
4: mean, were they going to bring in two more young guys to play something? Come on, the team is too young already.
2: Well, they also have a little bit of a hot seat situation, too.
4: Yeah, Salah's got to win that. Yeah,
2: I would say even for Joe Douglas, their general manager, because Absolutely. he's done a nice job, again, offensive, defensive rookie of the year. That's pretty admirable for your resume. But you whiffed so hard on Zach Wilson. I mean, a lot of GMs don't get to come back from something like that.
4: Yeah. I think an even more important one is Becton. What do you get there? Because you, Stu said you need a good offensive line.
2: Yeah. I It'd know good if left Elijah tackle Barrett Tucker has played really well. Yeah, but he's a guard. I mean,
4: yeah, that's important these days. But honestly, you need an offensive line if you're bringing in Derek Carr. It. I don't love the Carr marriage there. I don't, I don't think they should do it.
2: If you are a fan of a team that needs a quarterback, do you want, Derek Carr, 855 212 cbs 855-212-4227. Let us know what you think. We are across the country on CBS Sports Radio. We are live, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Come on in and join us in the chat. We're also on the free Odyssey app and Sirius XM channel 158. Oh, coming up, got to do this. The most disappointing thing we heard today. It just crushes our soul a little bit. We'll tell you about it in just a moment. Don't move more Maggie and Pearl off straight ahead.
6: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep
3: left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game.
6: Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
4: It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question today brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Larry in Indianapolis. How was your Valentine's Day, guys? Mm. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. We're tweeting it at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag askthepros. All pros. All right, start with you, Maggie. <laughs> How was your Valentine's? Did your husband do something nice for it you?
2: It was super nice. I got beautiful flowers and a lovely, heartfelt card from my husband. Oh, and God. then he bought a card on behalf of my three-and-a-half-year-old son. And it was the first time my son was able to sign his own name. On a card for me. So that was really cute. And uh, made me dinner and all that. And then Fatal Air. Uh Uh-oh. Decided to watch the first episode of The Last of Us. On HBO Max, yeah. It (laughs) is not the right thing to watch on a holiday for romance. It is about a fungal infection that gets into the population. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, society uh, goes to.
4: <laughs> it's the, basically The Walking Dead. Yeah, it goes two. to an,
2: an apocalypse that turns into some kind of uh, military state. And yeah, I'll, by the way, I almost, don't want to give too much away.
4: It's almost exactly like The Walking Dead, what you just described. There's so little difference between the two shows. but I anyway. never watched
2: The Walking Dead. But, anyways, you as far as. you never watched The Walking Dead? No, I'm not a big zombie person. But as far as Valentine's Day programming goes, would not recommend zero out of 10. Would not recommend watching this on a romantic holiday. It's like, oh, you want to watch one person eat the brains of another person? Eh, maybe not.
4: <laughs> Wait till you get to episode five. You do not know heartbreaking until episode five. What makes I actually
2: got... think I'm getting episode two.
4: I, I can't believe I America I did I, I saw some social media buzz about the most recent Last of Us when we were at the Super Bowl. I'm like, it can't be that bad. It's that bad.
2: But, but you far mean that good.
4: No, that bad is in heartbreaking, heartbreaking yeah. and no, why why it. are they doing this on TV? Although episode three with Nick Offerman is going to win all the Emmys. It's, un, it's an unbelievable achievement. It's incredible. Yeah. Ron the guy, from Parks and Rec. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. Uh, I have a hot take on Valentine's Day. I think buying flowers for your wife when you have kids at home Is a total waste of money. There's so much you could spend that money on. Why flowers that are going to go dead in two weeks? Yes, if it's a girlfriend and you're both single with money to spend. I just, I'm not a flowers guy. Is this their totally wrong attitude?
2: I love flowers. My husband got me flowers just when I got home from Phoenix. Just Uh, just because they miss me.
4: Yeah, but couldn't you... First of all, you're supposed to get a gift. You're the one who wasn't doing childcare for eight days. I got
2: something for my kid.
4: <laughs> I yeah, I don't best. know. I just There's so many bills to pay. Maybe it's because I live in New York City. I just think that money is better spent on, I don't know, but, ballet lessons or something.
2: But holidays aren't the time to think about,
4: yeah. you know. No, it's, I'm, it's like extra special. I'm a special. terrible guy. I'm a terrible guy. <laughs> How
2: did your Valentine's Day go?
4: Oh, uh, I did... Staying up late watching Last of Us alone. It was good. We had a <laughs> fifth grade Valentine's Day dance. My daughter came in second in the dance-off. Amazing. She's she's she, so good. She's won like three or four of these. She's unbelievable. If the, if the second dance contest comes up, my daughter is right on the dance Wait. floor. And this, I don't know where she got it from because I'm the worst dancer in the world.
2: So what I think is amazing is that this is a different kind of dance competition that I think people have in their mind. This is not a dance recital. This is a dance where there's a DJ... Yeah. And Then all the kids come up and basically freestyle. Yeah, break and dance then they, or whatever. And then they decide who's the best.
4: Yeah, isn't that what other kind of dance contest is there? <laughs> no,
2: I thought. I think when people think a ten-year-old, they think a dance recital. Oh, like recital. the
4: oh, like organized.
2: Yes, like everyone wearing sequin leotards and stuff. This is not that. This was like but a those dance are, off.
4: Are those contests? Yeah, I think so. Oh, they grade them. Okay, like the perfect. Oh, that's
2: or like a uh, talent show.
4: Yeah, no, no. This is like on the streets.
2: Yeah, no, no <laughs> I know. I didn't realize this is like, a, you know, somebody at like a disco, like the scene in uh, Saturday Night Fever or something. Yeah. <laughs> it
4: was actually an alarming thing. We haven't had any dances since the pandemic. Yeah. And I get there, and my twelve-year-old did full makeup on my ten-year-old, and straightened her hair, and she's wearing sunglasses when I show up, and I didn't recognize her. I'm like, "Oh, who's is that? A, is that a twenty-year-old teacher? Wait, is that is that Emma? <laughs>
2: oh my god! <gosh. laughs> yeah,
4: no, this was not. This is not good. It's, uh, <laughs> You're that,
2: entering the scary stage for a dad.
4: See, very much uh, so. They're ten and twelve. Yeah.
2: But they're uh, growing up in New York City, so it's like dog years.
4: Yes. I'm actually taking notes on Last of Us, because the main character has a rifle at all times. So that's <laughs> that's going to be my attitude towards yeah. <laughs> being a father of teenage girls.
2: Well, just as long as you're handling it well.
4: Uh, yeah, you know me. <laughs> I'm super calm and collected.
2: 855 cbs We're asking you about Derek Carr. We'll get to uh, Aaron Rodgers in just a mon- one moment. But Rick in Pennsylvania is listening to us on 96.5. He's got an idea for Derek Carr. What's up, Rick? How are you?
7: Very good. How are you guys doing today?
2: We're doing great. What do you have for Derek great. Carr?
3: How about this? To Baltimore. They, they're not satisfied with Lamar. They pick him up, don't give up nothing, and they can get give up Lamar, pick up a stud wide receiver, which they're definitely need of, and then uh, a bunch of draft picks. I don't know.
2: Hmm. It'd be trading Lamar at near the peak of his powers, although Lamar still could have many, many good years. How many first round draft picks do you think you'd get back if you traded Lamar Jackson right now?
3: Five or six. Plus, you could pick up a couple of players with it. And, uh, <laughs> is this the, the NBA,
2: Baltimore six first
6: round six. picks for Lamar Jackson.
3: <laughs> Baltimore's history of winning, winning Super Bowls with, um, average quarterbacks. That's true. A little
2: Trent Dilfer action. Uh, that's right. All right, Rick, you've given us something to think about. I don't know about five or six first round picks. Well, you have to
3: pay
4: him, and he's injury prone. So I, I think people are nervous. They would not. I think that would depress okay. his trade value.
2: I think teams would line up for Lamar.
4: You think they line would... Line up. You think people want to pay him? He wants over 250. You sure about that?
2: Um, I know I it's mean, a I, lot. He'd
4: probably get four or five teams, but I don't know that you'd get, you know, a Herschel Walker trade package because they have to pay him. So they have to have the cap space.
2: It is tough that he's coming off an injury. You know? It's like he's got to show that he can stay healthy for a year. You know?
4: I mean, just look at the the numbers do not... Do not look favorable. I mean, the amount of carries he has are running back numbers. And when you hit 27 at a running back, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to get into it, but five get... first-round picks for Lamar. No,
2: I don't think so. I think you might get four. You got three for Russell Wilson, so you're going to get more than that.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'd i be surprised. You think the Jets, four first-round picks, but spread over what? And are they good picks?
2: I think the Jets would do it in a heartbeat. Uh Brian is listening to us on 103.9 in Illinois. Brian, what do you have on Derek Carr?
3: Um, I I like him, but if I was a Jets fan, I wouldn't want him. Um, Unfortunately, I had him as a fantasy quarterback for like four years, so I watched all the games. And uh, the uh, cold weather, uh, crappy weather thing is legit on him.
2: Have we ever gotten to the bottom of why this is? And, Brian, what would you have him in some kind of keeper league or something? Who was Derek Carr for four years in fantasy? Well,
3: it, it, yeah, it was. And then uh, the last year was a snake draft. and uh, uh, I, I get I kinda,
2: <laughs> I'll get you. I had a
3: little bit too much to drink before said snake draft. My
2: bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being honest. Appreciate that. Have yourself a great day. Drinking before your fantasy draft is a bold move.
6: Nope, not the answer. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do
2: I got to be sober as a what's the term? Sober as a, eh? I was like sober as a stone. As I a
4: mouse, I think. Is it no? I don't. No, I don't think a mouse. Um, <laughs>
2: Quiet as a mouse. There
4: are a lot of indoor quarterbacks who struggle outside. Jared Goff famously. Yeah, Drew but Carr wasn't
2: outside in Oakland.
4: Yeah, but I mean, generally he's been a warm weather indoor. It, that's not. A, I don't think that's super unusual. Is it Breeze numbers are what, like 40% lower when he had to go outside?
2: I know, but he was like in a dome. Like Carr was outside.
4: Well, not last year, but.
2: Right. Yes. Sober as a what?
6: I see sober as a judge and sober as a bird. Judge. Judge? Okay, there we go.
2: Sober as a judge. Nolan is in Indianapolis listening to us on 1430. What's up, Nolan?
7: Uh, Not much. How are you guys doing?
2: We're doing well. I have a feeling I know where you want Derek Carr to go.
7: Well, here's the thing, um, and I do want to say I, I got to get hammered before my fantasy draft <laughs> just to give everybody else a chance.
2: Oh, how kind Aww. of you. It's like having yeah. to like level the playing field.
7: Well, you know, I'm a giver. Uh, but <laughs> when it comes to Derek Carr, uh, as an indie fan, a Colts fan, I'm sick of the yearly, like, patchwork, you know, get an older quarterback, and I think Aaron Rodgers is like a pipe dream. And um but I have a sneaking suspicion that Ursay just like can't resist throwing his hat in the ring and signing Derek Carr. And it just not going well. Mm. When I I would rather you know they build for the future. You know wait, get Marvin Harrison Jr. Wait a little more, get Arch Manning. You know rebuild the RCA Dome, pipe in some crowd noise. You know what I'm saying?
2: Look at you, Nolan. Three steps ahead. Arch Manning hasn't played one college game, but let's pencil him in. <laughs>
4: That's like four years away. Yeah. Uh, but Car's only thirty one, by the way. Car's love to
7: see it. Yeah. Love to see it.
2: Nolan, probably thank got you for the phone call.
4: Six more years of prime—that's a lot better than Philip Rivers. At least You'd, you're in the right direction.
2: Yeah. What's funny about that? I think Nolan probably speaks for a lot of Colts fans, where you can have Jim Irsay, we played the sound for you yesterday, talking about, "Oh, that guy from Alabama's pretty good," and talking about the draft. Yet, can he help himself and think, "Well, we just got Derek Carr."
4: I mean, everyone has everyone has Will Levis penciled to the Colts. I think I think you could make a compelling argument to wait to next year's draft.
2: I do, too. Wanda. Yeah,
4: I I think the Colts diving in on this draft is more speculative than they probably want to be. By the way, the Raiders, Stu, I got a plan for your Raiders. Definitely start Stidham and go all in for Cal Williams. Do a process there. and because Tank away. Tank away, right?
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I well,
4: know Max well, we Crosby's yeah. there, but that's about it. It's a must yeah, tank situation. At this point. Trade yeah. Devonte for a first-round pick so you can package up to get up for one or two next year. Why not?
2: Although, did you hear, uh, I heard Boomer Sison talking about this on WFAN one day. About recently, about how the NFL is thinking about a draft lottery because he thinks so many teams could be tanking for Caleb Williams. Okay, I mean they have to get that going pretty fast for the Uh, NFL.
4: I mean, don't they have one more preseason owners? How many? Oh, I guess they got two big ones, but I haven't heard much about that.
2: Yeah, that was one of those things they kind of floated out there.
4: The NFL does not like to change on that kind of thing that fast. I, I don't see that. But who's the other? There's another big quarterback next year, Caleb Williams. Uh there's two or three. But next year's draft is always great. Remember, quarterback? Don't we say that well, every it's, year?
2: Well, what's-his-face May. Drake oh, May. Oh, yeah, Drake
4: May. Right. Yeah. So you could get one or two and be fine. Of course, it never works out that way. There's probably three other guys who go ahead. We were
2: waiting for this year's draft yeah, class. Yeah, and all yeah, all no. of a we, sudden, we're we, like, well, No, every year.
4: year, going back ad infinitum, you're next year's draft class.
2: It's amazing. <laughs> it's always next year's draft class. Uh, Dwight is in Harrisburg, listening on 96.5. Hey, Dwight.
3: Hey, what's up, guys? Well, how you doing? Hey, uh, Pretty good. Hey, I, I'm a longtime Bucks fan and I hear I, I hear you guys saying that uh, Derek Carr is a possibility for us. But why why are you guys not saying Aaron Rodgers is a possibility? Uh, I'd rather much rather have Aaron Rodgers than Derek Carr. Um, you know, he, he's just a, a temporary band aid who's I mean I, I almost rather rebuild and, 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 and wait for something in the draft than, than take Derek Carr to be honest.
2: Uh, get rid of Leonard
3: Fournette while we're
2: at it, too. <laughs> <laughs> just throw him in there. Dwight, thank you for the phone call. Why are the Bucks not being linked? Well, you've always said Aaron that Rogers. it's
4: the uh, Rodgers wouldn't want to follow Brady.
2: I mean, I didn't think Rodgers was going to tire- retire this year once Brady retired just because doesn't want to be lined up with him to get into the Hall yeah. of Fame. Um,
4: I think that might be tricky to come in right after Tom Brady. Get, get I'm not sure that Aaron Rodgers wants that.
2: Well, also, who's the offensive coordinator? They don't have one right now. They're still interviewing people. Maybe if Bruce Arians were to come out of the executive suite and come down and coach your offense, well, now maybe you could talk Rodgers. But to that
4: him. might be a positive that they don't. Maybe that might even be why they don't have an offense coordinator. They're waiting so they can make a pitch to Rodgers and say, "Hey, who do you want to bring in?" Possibly. I don't know who that would mean, Getzey or Hackett or Hackett's in New York. Yeah,
2: Hackett's already in New York. Getzey's in uh, Chicago.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sure they could just call Chicago. Alex Van Pelt. Yeah. I'm sure they could just call Chicago and say, can you just send Getzy down here? It's (laughs) it's not working. Just admit it. All you have to do is Justin Fields running the ball.
2: Yeah. And interesting, obviously, because Chicago has the number one overall pick. Um, All right. A lot to unpack there. So people a little lukewarm about Derek Carr. doesn't seem like any fan base is really banging down the door.
4: I'm looking for quarterbacks in next year's draft, by the way, uh, other than Drake May and Cal Williams. And this mock draft has Quinn Ewers as the third quarterback taken. Really? Yeah, and I don't even know. Is he going
2: to beat Arch Manning out for the starting jersey? I
4: don't even know if he'll be in a Longhorn jersey by the spring game. So I have no well, idea. Well, he already what...
2: transferred one, so he would yeah, need to he sit might, out. Yeah, he
4: might sit out a year. That's a rumor.
2: You think Arch is starting week one?
4: Uh, I don't know. doesn't matter. I mean, I don't think Texas could be top 10 team quite yet. So they might as well throw him in there.
2: I think he's going to start. I know it's rare for true freshmen to go in and start. I know that's rare. I think he's got a different kind of energy, like a different kind of power because of how famous his last name is.
4: Unless they decide, yours had a good bowl game, at least one half of it. So (laughs) maybe they build on that. I mean, Stark is really good. So I think any quarterback could be okay there. But yeah, could be.
2: Coming up, we've got our shot of the day plus some sound from Patrick Mahomes from the Big Chiefs Championship Parade today right after this CBS Sports Update with Pat Boyle. Welcome back to Maggie and Proloff. A lot going on today. Chiefs parade. Can we hear a little Mahomes, Connor, from the Chiefs parade today? Guy who's probably... Before we started
3: this season, the AFC West said we were rebuilding. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what rebuilding means. And our rebuilding you. We're world champs.
2: <laughs> we're world champs. Man, I mean... I, don't. I mean, the
4: AFC West said it, Maggie. <laughs> when,
2: listen, when the AFC West talks, you listen. Yeah, um, that's how. That's what I always. Say. It was
4: in a conversation with the <laughs> NFC South. The two of them were talking.
2: Yeah, late at night. It was a text thread, actually. Yeah. Uh, how dare they say that about him? Uh, uh, it's
4: like, stop, d- don't stop him. He's on a roll right there. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Yeah. Just, just let him keep going. All right. Let's get to it. It's our shot of the day. He shoots. He shoots. And the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos is brought to you by those who drink it. Well, today's shot of the day comes from Proloff's Against the Grain, which was an excellent point that you made if only you could find your camera.
4: I want to make a plea directly to camera.
2: Oh, okay. Do yes. you know where your camera is?
4: No, I do not.
2: <laughs> the one with the red light on.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the red Yet light. Yet again,
2: it's all the same. It's just like 1999 to 2020. I know we
4: switched up our camera here. Is it? Which one is oh that one right there
2: Yes look at it and I'll oh. look at you on YouTube The one that's
4: hanging from the ceiling
2: Yeah no this one right here See we have four cameras in front of us on stands No here it's this that one that, it's See that what one. Stu's doing He's no, it's, showing that, it's that one
4: right there <laughs> See that, that flashing red light
2: Okay look at the one that you want to look at
4: It's that Sony right? not that Panasonic You don't even know what camera it is No I'm
2: watching you on the YouTube this chat one. And you're not looking at the right camera <laughs> Look at this one the second one from the left
4: Okay how about now How's that look? Am I lined up? This is great radio. Wait,
2: but now it's on a 10-second delay. So I Okay, away. I'll vamp,
4: I'll vamp. Uh,
2: boom, is this here important? you are. You're good right now. What did you say about Jalen Hurts? Uh, who cares? <laughs> you eventually found your camera. That did I? Actually, us. I'm
4: not even sure.
2: Do You You still don't see the red light on right now?
4: No, I, I don't think the angle I'm sitting, I can see a red light. Where's the red light? <laughs> it's
2: right on the top of that camera. I can't believe we're doing it again. Where? Do you see the circle? That's the camera. Yeah. Do you see right on top of it? There's a red light. No. <laughs> okay. I promise you it's there because the other one. I see
4: that red light on the Sony. That's whatever. Don't
2: look at the Sony. The Sony. Okay. I don't, a...
4: <laughs> I do not see a red light on that middle camera.
2: <laughs> Cause you have to look one over to the left.
4: Nope. Don't see a red light.
2: <laughs> uh oh. We're all in trouble. Oh no. I Constable...
4: might be red. Maybe I'm red, green blind.
2: It's pop. Then you would just find out today.
4: Oh, there you go what a
2: revelation <laughs> meanwhile uh you want to have a <laughs> like how do i even turn this into a costume <laughs> thing i have no idea dot <laughs> they're the best that's where you go and find all the amazing cocktails if you're listening your to this party.
4: you probably do need a cocktail <laughs> just to make sense of it
2: <laughs> so what uh, two tony's asking if you need new glasses
4: oh i definitely do i'm actually going to the optometrist i, I do need new glasses thank you tony
2: See, the chat is looking out for you. Let's go to our buddy. Big Dave is in Kentucky. Dave, how are you?
3: I'm doing good. Listen, I've had about enough of my Holmes and Kelsey. And also, <laughs> I'm here to call BS on my Holmes and his high ankle sprain, especially in the second half. I mean, you know, he goes from dragging his foot behind him like Quasimodo to <laughs> running around like Barry Sanders. I mean, I, I ain't buying this high man You know, all the grimness on the sideline and all that. I've heard enough. I've heard enough out of Kelsey. I've heard enough out of Keith.
2: The halftime show is so long. The Mahomes actually left, flew to Germany, got something ejected into his ankle, and flew back, and Rihanna was just finishing up.
4: See, that's not what I heard. He actually had surgery and recuperated (laughs) in time.
2: It's a lot happened during that halftime. Yeah, I mean. Yeah,
3: unless unless they've got a Haitian medicine man on their staff (laughs) that, uh, like, performed some kind of a voodoo ritual backstage coming back in the locker room
4: Dave, the that's half-time... what they call
2: all in, Dave.
4: Dave, the halftime screwed I... us. Can you just admit that the halftime is why the it Eagles did. lost? If it was Week Nine, the Eagles would have won that game.
3: Yeah, I can't. I can't disagree with that. I yeah. mean, I can't disagree with that. I also listen on um, on Aaron Rodgers, man. I mean, you know, all this conjecture out there, but if you really bowl this down, I mean, who were the? What are the real possibility of teams that he could actually? Go to do and you, listen. Also, do you think the Bears are dumb enough to move off their QB? Uh, and actually, Draft his give him Alabama and I'll hang up with them?
4: I don't think, think so. Thank
2: you so much. I I don't, I don't think, think so, so at
4: all. I think they give him two more years. But, uh, if it was Caleb Williams, yeah, but not for Bryce Young but, because there's just too many question marks.
2: Well, and think about it you got a guy who is a running quarterback. Where do you play? Chicago. Well, the weather is terrible, and I don't know about the new stadium, but the weather's bad. What do you need to do when it gets bad weather? You need to be able to run the ball. Wow, well, like, yeah. I, that's an asset to me if I'm Chicago.
4: Yeah, I mean, Bryce can move. He's mobile. He can run if he needs to. He's trying to put on weight. Yeah, he'll get crunched. I
2: mean, yeah, Fields he's, is sturdy.
4: I mean, you think about... I, I even give,
2: field got hurt.
4: Bryce has a little more Mahomes in him. He will run around behind the line of scrimmage and make a ridiculous throw. We saw that all the time this year. Fields, I, I don't know where he's going, but I'd give him more of a chance I hate to do this. I'm in a vamp. Can you point to me? I do not see a red light on this
2: Okay, camera. we'll figure it out after because we got to get to Aaron Rodgers.
7: <laughs> what the f*** is Aaron Rodgers up to today? A lot.
2: More than normal. Ironically, going into a whole sensory deprivation thing. Uh, this is from yesterday with McAfee. Aaron Rodgers confirmed uh, the darkness retreat.
5: Listen, I'm not in my darkness retreat yet. What? Oh, Damn.
2: yesterday. What?
5: Nope. This thing has been planned for about four months and it was always the same date, always the end of this week. Oh, So anybody with knowledge to the opposite of that, it's fake news. There's an inner circle, right? And in my inner circle, nobody talks to Ian Rappaport, to Adam Schefter, or to any of those people. Okay, So if you're one of those people who's talking to those people, it's a great reminder for you, you're not in the inner circle.
2: <laughs> Ooh, not in the inner circle. I'm sure whoever leaked that is feeling so crushed. Um, okay, so Rogers went on to talk about the Darkness Retreat today, uh, yesterday rather. A lot of details about the Darkness Retreat. And in the course of the conversation, they asked Aaron Rogers, does he have any fears? Mm. Now, he said, I have two fears, and he lays them out. Perloff, I want you, who you have not heard this yet, this portion of the interview, I want you to guess Aaron Rodgers' two fears, and then we'll play the sound.
4: Heights and snakes.
2: Okay, well, let's play the first one. Let's go.
5: One is heights. I've always been afraid of heights. One of the most terrified I've ever been in my life was We were in Detroit playing the Lions, and the night before we were staying at this hotel that's right on the water, and it has like a restaurant on the 72nd floor, and the elevator is on the outside of the building. Oh, no way. So after you get up about five floors, you're on the outside of the building, and and literally like the ground is right down there. I mean, whole body sweats. (laughs)
2: Oh. Oh, man. Yeah, no thanks. I don't even consider myself somebody afraid of heights, but Rogers went on to say the reason why he's afraid of heights is because he thinks he's gonna have the urge to throw himself off the building. Mm. Yeah. Like he's, he told a story about going to the Empire State Building and thinking in his mind, I'm gonna jump off. Yeah. Which I, you can't do up there, by the way.
4: I sometimes wonder, will I get dizzy, like in the rear ear, and fall off?
2: And fall off, right, right.
4: I hate heights. Okay. I
5: hate. Look, I'm right with Aaron.
2: And the second fear you said was. Uh, snakes. Snakes, let's play it.
5: And the other is sharks. Oh, I did yeah. Shark Week. Uh, a few years ago, it White was in male. the water with makes a, sense. A, a really big uh, <laughs> blue shark, it was like an eleven-foot blue shark, and I actually touched it on its nose. Um Whoa.
2: So just like you, Perloff, Aaron Rodgers' deep fear of sharks.
4: Yeah, no, he's a smart man, and actually, I have a huge fear of heights too. But I, I you know, I am not that surprised because isn't everybody terrified of heights and sharks?
2: Yeah, but, I mean, you're talking—the reason why I thought it was interesting is they're talking about the darkness retreat, right? Yeah, And yeah. all that. And so the fears, I think, when you're going into isolation might be, I've got a fear of abandonment. I've got a fear of commitment. I've got a fear of—
4: Well, claustrophobia would be a big deal. Sure,
2: claustrophobia. Maybe I don't want to go to the bathroom in a diaper as an adult. Well, right, which might he, be happening in this darkness retreat. Yeah,
4: I mean, he said he's using the bathroom, not the diaper, but which
2: apparently it's right in the. Well, they might have been joking about this, but the bathroom's just right there.
4: Yeah, I don't understand. Don't you have to turn on the light for the bath? Anyway, we talked about that. <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't know. You so feel we, around for it. Yuck.
4: Uh, I'm just curious. What are your two biggest fears?
2: Um, I am. I'm very much afraid of open water. Sharks. Well, sharks and just whatever's down there. It's a vague predator uh, and, like, drowning. And I'm getting... I think in my as I'm getting older, I'm getting a little more scared of flying. I mean, oh, it's not... let's
4: not even talk about okay. that because I'm right with you. <laughs> well, I, watched, I don't even want to talk about
2: it. I watched The Last of Us last night. It's like, that's not helping.
4: What no, are, no spoilers. Well, Stu, what are your biggest fears?
2: Or go around the horn?
6: Yeah, interesting. Um, I would say... <laughs> it's it's more of a thing like a car like getting in a car accident yeah. a fear that's like a major like, yeah. like oh
4: yeah oh gosh i
6: i, you, I mean you're
2: from the new york new jersey area everyone drives like a madman yeah, here i totally get much. it
4: knock on wood but that's not a neurotic fear i have i have a healthy fear of that but that's not something that keeps me up at night okay well this is Stu i'm just <laughs> curious that, that's really a deep fear of you? yeah
6: like i have nightmares sometimes it's just it's weird no i, it's I just, get it a, it's a bad thing
2: yeah connor well, these are soul bit
6: weird so number one would be just getting old and growing old yeah mind. Totally. Right. yeah yep. and
4: death right
2: Fear of and death. then number two would be the idea of dying yeah yeah painful yeah like yeah, yeah. what happens and forever or that
4: you're not there anymore yeah it's yeah, weird
2: do you just my... want to know if you could know
6: i don't know because i could always hold out hope that maybe there is you know something so i don't know if i'd want to know the truth
2: oh flip side would you want to live forever See, that doesn't yes. sound great either. Oh, you do want to live would, forever. Yeah. I could live forever. Yeah. Like Interview with a Vampire style. Yeah. If you've ever seen that movie. Which... As
6: long as I was like, you know, mentally there, I would do it.
4: Wow. Th- I think that's a new poll question. Do you Is... want to live forever? Oh, no. The first one, if, what happens after you die? Uh-huh. <laughs> Is there <laughs> an afterlife? Yeah one. <laughs> Yay or nay? I know. Well, Connor's whole thing. We're talking about like spiders and sharks and he's like... The fear of the inevitable <laughs> coldness, void, dark death.
2: I'm also scared depressing. of I'm also scared of space. I feel like we're going towards a place where everyone's gonna be like going to space all the time, like uh space tourism, or we're like basically <laughs> trashing the planet we're on, so we're all gonna have to go colonize the moon or something. I don't wanna leave Earth. I wanna stay on Earth.
4: I don't I don't think that's gonna happen in our lifetime. Oh good. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna have Michael to worry Stringham about Strahan went
2: to space. <laughs> William Shatner went to space. People are straight up going to space now.
4: But wait, going back, what, Connor, how old are you?
2: Uh, 28. Yeah. A little early for, for your fear, fear of, of getting old. But I've been thinking about this since I was like 15 yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. It's one of those things. We'll unpack it in a darkness <laughs> I retreat. I think fear of
4: death is <laughs> kind of behind all fears, as I've heard. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the fact that you re- pretty much you could die is the reason we get
2: afraid. So I went and looked up one of these darkness retreats on the yeah. internet. And I looked up one of the fancy ones. I don't know if Rogers is going to this one, but it lays out the whole thing and what you do. And then it, under the frequently asked questions, click on what am I going to get out of the experience? Error message page. What am I going to eat? Error message page. Oh, no. <laughs> what, what happens if I want to leave? Error message page. It's like, I hope Rogers isn't going to this one because they've got no answers for your frequently asked questions.
4: Yeah, I I think that Aaron has probably a higher end one. Than
2: (laughs) than Google would give me. Uh, Thank you, Stu Kovacs. Thank you to Connor Green. Thank you to Naeem Hines, who joined us running back for the Buffalo Bills. Thank you to you guys, the callers. And everyone in the chat, you weedos, we'll see
0: you tomorrow. We out. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv.